Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. Hi, Mark. Hey, Miles. Uh, my name is Mark. That was Miles, who just threw off my timing. And as always, we are also Hi. joined by Jackie. Hello, Jackie. Stone Ocean. That's, yep. That's what we're going to talk about today. Yay. This is a podcast that focuses on the anime JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, first started in 2012. Although we also have covered the OVAs and the live action movie and TV dramas and all the other good stuff that's out there and animated of JoJo. And um, we've only ever covered JoJo on this podcast as well. That's right. This is episode 257 of Only JoJo Talk. And if you're new We've to the podcast... We've been doing minute by minutes of all the JoJo's episodes. Right. We're like the TV show 24, but mm-hmm. we should be called like 23, and it's in reference to minutes of a JoJo episode. Okay. Um, if, you're new to, uh, if you're new to this podcast, uh, number one, thank you for listening, and number two, sorry. Uh, this week, we are going to be talking about the first episode of the Stone Ocean anime which uh, I can't believe I'm saying. I can't believe it's finally out. And upon finishing it, I think Jackie and I both were thinking, I can't believe we decided to only watch one a week. Yeah. That, that was a mistake, huh? Well, I mean, I don't regret it, but I also want to just binge it all. My, What I want to do is just watch it and then rewatch the one episode before we do the pod. So that way we've seen it and we can, we don't... Yeah. I don't feel like I'm yeah, missing but, out. But then you if you have any questions where you're like, and what's the deal with this? You yeah, won't, you I won't can't organically ask those have those. Yeah, that's true. You'd be faking it. That's true. I like, don't do that to you guys. I'm sh- I'm sure the listeners love when I'm just sitting here like, and I hope that this thing gets resolved. <laughs> or yeah. like, I hope that this happens and the listeners are like, nope. <laughs> and I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> Let's get some of their housekeeping stuff out of the way. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can do so by going to... Oh, God, am I going to read the whole URL? No, we're at JJBpod on Twitter. If you don't know how to find people on Twitter, sucks to suck. I don't know. And uh, if you have any thoughts, by the way, about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, uh, about, you know, the Stone Ocean adaptation without spoilers, you can write to JoJo'sBizarrePod at gmail.com. And if you want to ask us what our favorite stand is, just dig back through the old episodes. You'll find us talk about it. Yeah, so before we jump in, to huh i'm trying to think of anything else like now it's so weird to be back on the jojo group oh wow <laughs> i'm like we're actually talking about what we're supposed to talk about even though it's only one episode and it's like simpler i'm like what else could i ask miles uh when you finished the first episode did you did you think like yeah that's that's enough for one episode that's enough out of me or did you want to watch more i think i can handle one a week all right all right fine whatever <laughs> anyway before we really jump into episode one let's uh take a stop in our uh god uh pa- pa- no they're not patrons because they're not on patreon our oh they're not patreon what are we doing <sighs> listener I'm tr- letters i'm trying to do correspondence corner prison but, uh, pen pals yeah 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 let's take a stop in our pen pal prison uh <laughs> this is where uh emails are sent to the aforementioned jojo's bizarre pod at gmail.com and we read them on the air with no edits at all it's led to some very upsetting moments. That's not true. All right, not all of that's Mark true. Mark is lying. I'm a liar. Uh, Jackie, do you want to read this first email? This email is from Tyler. The subject line is call out post. Call out post. What's up, JJB Pod? This is Tyler, you know, from the Patreon list. 
I'm ready to confess that I have, in fact, been a disloyal listener of late, only actually getting to a few shows. I have no excuse. I almost wrote something about Baki, but I'd be lying by writing about a recent show. You also got my three smackers a month anyway, so who's the real sucker here? Anyway, happy to be back. Absence makes the heart grow hornier. Did we read this last time? Did we? I think we did, didn't we? No. We didn't? Okay. I feel like somebody else also wrote in saying that they haven't been listening. <laughs> I think it's Miles' fault. Oh. Okay. I feel like Miles told people- That who they don't... haven't been listening? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's one of those cute, well, impossible tasks. Because they can't hear you if they haven't listen. been listening. Nobody has to listen to us. That's true. Thanks for writing, and I appreciate you being honest. And I don't know if absence makes the heart grow hornier, by the way. Mm. I think you have to see somebody to be horny. I think if you stop- I think that's true. If you stop indulging in your horniness for a little while, it will make your horniness grow fonder or whatever. Your horniness grow fonder? Whatever it is. All right. Whatever we're talking about. Oh, your your heart grow hornier. Yep. (laughs) That's what we're talking about. My heart will grow hornier by (laughs) Celine Dion. Makes the horny grow hornier. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Miles, can you read the next one? Yeah, this next email is from Kenny. The subject line is, yes, finally, the legendary masturbation meme animated. I didn't know this was... Okay. Uh, (laughs) Hey there, wonderful JJB pod crew. Netflix is running. Notebook is ready. Gmail is open. Time to write some thoughts on JJBA part six. I'll try to write every week, but you'll probably get flooded with mails anyway, so it's probably okay if I forget it from time to time. We, We are not flooded with mails. Or emails. I think actually it's good. If if each of the listeners write an email, I think that's a good idea because the episodes are short. Normally we talk about three episodes at a time. So if we're only going to talk about one episode, it probably is good to also have good listener content and questions and stuff. Yeah, but it's not on them. That's They true. can write in if they want. That's true. This is our show. But yeah, you don't have to worry about, oh, is it going to take <laughs> too long? Like, nah, probably not. <laughs> All right, I'm going to keep reading this. Go ahead. If you don't mind. Go No, go ahead. First, Okay, first, I've read part six, and of all the manga parts, it's my favorite. Yes, even better than SBR, which is Super Brother uh, Racing. Steel Ball Jolene Run. Jolene is probably yes. the realest JoJo with the most interesting character and nuance and the most stylish one as well. The first episode sounds and looks fantastic. Jolene's theme is absolutely badass, and so is the OP and ED, which aren't in episode one B- BTW. Okay. The characters look gorgeous, and some scenes look better than JoJo's has ever looked before. Like when we see Jolene's thread stand for the first time. Some still frames and backgrounds of the prison are not looking as good, but there aren't too many, so that's okay. Also, there are some ugly side characters, yes. Like the female prison guards or the little dolphin-looking fella. <laughs> the VA is top-notch. I got goosebumps every time Jolene yelled or cried. I, Fyrouge, has such an awesome emotional voice. The English dub isn't as good, but there are some funny memeable lines like, those titties are suspicious. Yes. (laughs) Great story so far, and it will get a lot better. The best thing for me was that grumpy delinquent Jotaro is the reason for somebody's daddy issues, which is absolutely hilarious and fitting at the same time. My question for you this week is, why does Jolene's lawyer look like an elf dressed as the Riddler? Yes, I have the same question. (laughs) Okay, then, mail is long enough. Have fun with episode two, Kenny. P.S. Every time the moonlight shines through the windows bars, I wake up feeling so horny. Yes. Good email, Kenny. Thanks, Kenny. Yeah, good email. As far as 
the lawyer looking the way he does. I think he's Pan. I think he's the mythological uh, Greek god or whatever. Like uh, the, the oh. like the little trickster fairy character? Yes. Oh, interesting. I thought he was like part goat. You're, he kind of looks like a goat to me. Well. Especially like when he's dying. Spoilers. Or, well, I guess we don't know that he dies. When he's about to crash, his like tongue flapping out of his mouth. He looks like a goat. Okay. Yeah, he's dead for sure. I mean, he might be fine. We didn't see any spiritual dust rise out of his body. This is all in the oh, lore. Yeah, that's true. This is all in the Greek mythology. Oh. The <laughs> pan drives a car into a, a bridge wall? Yeah, oh. yeah, being attacked with thread powers. Wow. We did hear the OP uh, last week. We just heard it in isolation. We saw the intro. It's pretty cool. It would have been nice to see it here, but they obviously had to cram a lot in. Yeah, there's uh, too much tent. There's a lot of content, yeah. Uh, Jackie and I watched, or you, Jackie, you watched all of the English dub. I watched, uh, so we watched Japanese together. I watched all of the English dub by myself. Of episode one. Of episode one. Yeah, 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 episode one. And I also watched- Mark, What was Mark doing while you watched it? Mark was reading the manga. Yep. Loser. No. <laughs> <laughs> what a nerd. I said it like, Mark was reading the manga. <laughs> um, and I also watched uh, bits of the Spanish one, but not the whole thing. I just wanted to get a feel for the um, the voice actress in Spanish. And I she- did come down and watch the second half of the English dub. It's not like I've never heard it. Yeah. I thought it was pretty good. It is pretty good, I think. That was good. The So it's like, from the three that I listened to, the Japanese is by far the best. Like she, like- well, just all the voice the voice acting is good, but Jolene um is just really good. Like her vo- her like that like kind of like emotion and like grit in her voice when she yells. It's it's like you get that it's the the same intensity from like the other JoJo's. It like it's it's just as good as all the other JoJo's and it's like like you if I if I heard I think if I heard a clip of that without knowing it was JoJo's, I would be able to tell it was JoJo's because it just like the intensity in in her voice in those moments are really good. Um, English is also really good, just not as good. But um, I I thought that they did a really good job. Spanish, I think, I it, I think that they just didn't. They don't really know what JoJo's is, and they just did it. They just dubbed it. You know what I mean? Like they read the script and they were like, okay, we're gonna dub it. But they it does it does doesn't sound like the. I think the voice actress wasn't a good choice. She's like too. she's like too sweet sounding Mm. she sounds just like a nice sweet protagonist and she's just not as intense okay yeah the english dub voice actor is kira buckland former guest of the show kira was on episode 72 of this podcast which means years ago what were what did we even talk about that episode uh i think we just awkwardly talked about uh, what it's like to be a voice actor, and oh. she had just then done a Street Fighter character that had just come out. Oh yeah, okay. Um, and she talked about liking Jolene, and probably mentioned wanting to do her voice yeah. someday. Yeah. And then she did it recently. What Amazing. the fuck? And uh, I have you can to, a- you can achieve your dreams. You can do it. Some people can do but it, but not everyone can. Now, no one else can be Jolene because they have already yeah. done it. <laughs> I'd say of all the people in the world, every year four people get to accomplish their dreams, and everyone mm. else has to settle. So, and all of them have mentioned their dreams on this podcast. That's the common thread. <laughs> yeah, that's that's okay. To be honest, we do talk about stuff outside of JoJo's, and it's what everyone's dreams are in the world. Yeah, this year, mm-hmm. all four dreams that were realized were uh, the different language voice actors <laughs> yeah. in JoJo's in, uh, as Jolene. Wait a minute. What are the four? You Spanish, Japanese, English, and... 
I don't know, probably like Portuguese or like somebody was like, I, I want to do Jolene. Do they have a Portuguese dub? Yeah, they do. Oh, man. I think. I need to listen to that. We should just listen to all of them. <laughs> I don't know. I can't listen to Portuguese for too long or I get sick. <laughs> Sorry, that sounds mean. <laughs> I just I just like Spanish. Even Italian's pushing it. <laughs> anyway. Italian sounds weird to me because I'm like, I almost understand it, but it just, it's wrong. It just sounds wrong. Yeah, because you speak Spanish. Yes. I'm okay. Fluent in I have Spanish. a question. Yeah. Is the, it, like, the so the, the masturbation thing is is legendary? I, it's a meme? I don't know. I'm not, I don't chill in JoJo fandom circles too often. I have seen some memes, okay. some ancient memes, and I do not recall anybody talking about this masturbation thingy. Um, I do remember it. Uh, in my head, I, I like, I forget. So for listeners who don't know, I read this way back in like 2006, uh, like fan translations of the comic. And in my head, this was a scene about pissing. Because I forgot that it was about oh, masturbation. Okay. So oh. in recent years, thinking about it, I was like, they always talk about piss on JoJo. <laughs> and I guess I somehow thought that a guard saw her pissing into a toilet. Mm. Uh, which they probably do see yeah. often. Anyway, I th- yeah, I thought Kira sounded great. Um, in general, I mean, I-, I won't name it, but we Jackie and I had to... Yeah, we, we had to watch an anime dubbed in English mm-hmm. um, earlier this week. And... Uh, this JoJo's was like actually sounded good. Actually sounded like the actors were putting their all into it. Yeah, uh, and they all sounded different, which was nice. Whereas the the other anime we watched, it was kind of painful. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I know that that isn't the best compliment you can pay a voice cast. You didn't sound as bad as this other bad <laughs> yeah. thing. But... You sounded like you really cared about the source material. <laughs> yeah, they sounded good. Yeah. Was there anything else in that email? Mm, n- well, I mean, oh. Nothing for us to address. Not really. Just why does the lawyer look look like an elf? And uh, my, I think my answer answered it. Yeah, we covered it. Parts five and six of JoJo probably have some of the ugliest things Araki has ever drawn. Some of the ugliest characters. Did he draw the lawyer character like that? Yes. Okay. Cool. That's what the lawyer looks like. If you if you want to remember, it like, makes him look. It's because he's like the devil. I think that's <laughs> I think that's what we're supposed to believe. He is. Oh like evil the lawyer is not that ugly i'm talking about like the prison guard yeah that the lawyer talks to yeah is that ugly in the manga i checked okay um and you know if you think about it like pesci back in part five looked like a fucking eggplant or whatever yeah the mamoni character i don't know what what the fuck is wrong with the uh, araki in this this <laughs> this point of his life but anyway Maybe he doesn't know what people look like. <laughs> he spent too much time in his drawing studio and just like got yeah. face human blindness. Forgot. Mm. He's like, well, these are the comic book. Or he characters. got bored of like writing non grotesque people. He was just like, let's uh make this person look awful. Yeah, maybe he thought it was since he's into fashion so much. Maybe he was like, this is the new fashionable way people will look, and everyone was like, what the, the fuck is this? Listen, the next level of fashion is just malformed skin. Yeah, getting like implants and Botox around your eyes so that it looks like you have permanent goggles. Oh my God. Like that prison guard guy. He looks like a frog. He doesn't look good. He looks like a frog and an onion, like Uh in some kind of horrible experiment. They went into that machine in the fly (laughs) and they popped out. (laughs) Well, I guess we should add a human in there, right? Not just a frog and an onion. Yeah, I guess there's a human. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) This last email is from Chad, 
and the subject line is back to Jojo and info for those split on Ranma one half. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good about the split thing half. Anyway, last week we covered Ranma one half, uh, which is a Jojo's anime. No, it's not. I've decided. Aloha, JJB Pod Ohana. And just like that, we've got new JoJo episodes again. Never mind that the wait after part five ended and David Pro finally confirming part six took what felt like forever, right? Anyway, I have little to any knowledge about this part except something I spoiled for myself at the beginning of part five. Be Aww. careful visiting individual character wikis. Aww. That's actually good advice for anything. Yeah. I definitely, I spoiled something in Eva kind of because I was like, let me look up Gendo, forgetting that there were like new movies that I hadn't seen yet. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Chad's email continues. Here's a couple quick JoJo voice connections for episode one. Jolene's horrible boyfriend, Romeo, or Romeo, shares his actor with the main characters of popular and recent shows Black Clover, Fire Force, and Komi Can't Communicate, as well as the voice of uh, the cell Shokakan Saibo from Cells at Work, the mm. judge that sends Jolene off to prison for 15 years. 15 years? shares his voice actor with the sludge monster villain that popped up in the beginning of My Hero Academia. <laughs> He's a sludge. Yeah. The very strangely shaped human question mark. <laughs> prison worker that talks to the lawyer as he's leaving the prison shares his voice actor with the chubbier police records office from Terror in Resonance. Mm. Uh, the unnamed and surprisingly prudish holding cell prisoner with a lot of facial piercings yes. shares her voice actor with a woman named Anita from Part 5 who ends up a victim of Meloni. Uh, and, quote, gives birth to his stand babyface. For anyone who is on the fence about watching more Ranma one half, here are a number of things asked by the podcast hosts that do show up in the show, either showing up over the course of the TV show or if you marathon just the OVA in movies. So you get to learn how Ranma ends up with a bunch of fiancés thanks to his idiot father. Okay. You can see Ranma pretend to be his own long-lost female cousin, Ronko, to avoid painful death at the hands of his own mother. Okay. Uh, and you get to see more nipples. Oh, good. Sorry for the long email. I can't wait to hear what you all thought. I know it can be tough to not let the next episode play, but be strong. It's tough. Mahalo, Chad. P.S. Sumo clubs are very much a thing in Japan, and there was even an awesome shonen anime about a sumo club called Hinomaru Zumo, which I highly recommend. PPS, beware of early dawn moonlight peeking through the barred windows. Mm-hmm. Makes you horny. Yeah, for some reason it makes you horny. We'll talk about it. <laughs> um, thanks for that email. I'm going to tell my dad to watch that that sumo anime. Yeah. I, I'm eager to hear what he says about it. I think that he'll just be like, I started watching and got bored and turned it off. Does your dad watch anime? We'll find out. Okay. <laughs> no, no, he does not, though. He currently does not, but who knows? He does watch sumo wrestling, though. Yes, that's awesome. You should tell him to throw the pillow. Even if there's no okay. Yokozuna being defeated, he should just throw a pillow at the TV. Sure, okay. Okay, those were all emails sent to jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. Another way to interact with us, and I, I promise, I promise, we'll get to the actual episode in just a second. But if you go to patreon.com slash jjbpod, you can support the show. You can pay either a dollar or three dollars a month. Both of those things help us out. Both of those get you access to the Patreon feed, which includes Miles' weekly cultural reference newsletter and some extra content, including just missing audio, or I did uh, some specials about the Death Note soundtrack sounding like other songs that have come out over the years, and uh, I reviewed, I reacted to one episode of Jojoleon. 
one episode, mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. chapter of Jojo Leon. Uh, so you can find that all on our Patreon. The difference between the two tiers, of course, besides one meaning you're nicer and wealthier, uh, is that $3 a month means we will read your name out loud on this podcast and say thank you in a heartfelt manner, like so. So thank you so much to Nocturnal, Lord Zender, Kasoon, Austin, Caleb, Chad, Christian, Jumbo, Caden, Katie, Kenny, Bloof, Martin, Ken Barron, Michael, Nick, Tim, and Tyler. Tyler. Yes. Thank you all so much. And thank you, thank that, you. Tyler, for writing an email about thank how you. they don't listen. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you are all very helpful and you make us all feel very proud of the work that is totally not in quotation marks that we do on this podcast. Let's take a quick break and then we'll talk about episode one of Stone Ocean, the anime. Beep, boop, 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 beep, boop, boop. All right, let's do it. Let's talk about the first episode of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Stone Ocean, uh, which just came out here uh, December 1st, along with the other 12 episodes. Uh, and uh, do you guys know when this, this manga section came out? I don't think you do. 90s? No. January 1st, 2000. Okay. Is, is when the Stone Ocean comic book started. But it takes place in the 90s. Nope. Takes place in 2011. Oh. Yes. In the future? So yes. If he was imagining the future? Yes. Okay. Because he already decided to jump part four ahead to be in 1999, and then mm. he just had to keep that going. And so even though part five was written in the late 90s, it was going through the 2000s, mm. which also meant that his music references were a little out of date, and I think they will be a little out of date here. So this show has, like, so they skipped 9-11. Yeah. Right? Because that was part of the time gap. Yeah. That's true. Okay. That would have probably impacted... I don't know how much Florida prisoners really... No. I don't know. Anyway, how dare you bring that up? <laughs> so this takes place this in 2000... This would have been Guantanamo. 11. <laughs> takes place in miles. 2011. Takes place in 2011. Okay. Can you uh, stop... stop sh- can you stop sharing your screen? Oh, yeah, shit. It's got spoilers. Yeah, get, get this out of here. <laughs> Is it ended? Did I end it yet? Yes. Okay. Uh, by the way, I love that the, the JoJo wiki says, the wiki is currently experiencing extreme amounts of traffic ever since the release Aww. of Stone Ocean. We apologize for the downtime and slowness. Good problem to have. Good problem to have. I guess. It is. Anyway. It's a, it's a good uh, we're also experiencing uh, slowness because <laughs> of the popularity of this podcast. We'll see. So. We'll see. I need to go and record, like, and I need to re-record episode zero and be like, look, here's where all the parts of the anime started. Yeah. Sorry. Yes, and this uh, manga ran through uh, 2003, I believe, which really gives you perspective on like how much faster a weekly comic moves because uh, parts like seven and eight took fucking forever to finish. Mm. And I think they might be longer overall than this one, but this was weekly. Anyway, so what did you guys think? I missed the show. Yeah, it's good. I have a lot of questions. It's good. It, go ahead. I go forgot. Ahead. <laughs> I forgot the experience of like, and maybe this is like it's like more than other parts, but this was like 
like a whiplash sort of opening because like because of the masturbation because of like the screaming about 15 years Mm -hmm. like somebody's head gets chopped off with a thread like i feel like this got it this turned up the volume very quickly and i don't know if that's just like from being away from the show for a while uh yeah it it might be i mean stardust crusaders has the introduction of stands and jotaro fires a gun at his own head at point blank range <laughs> so yeah araki definitely likes to to start with a bang no pun intended yeah the, the like second scene is the the masturbation one and it definitely catches your attention it's like this is what the show this is this is where we are in this show yeah <laughs> it's it's funny that in that exchange between among rather jolene hermes the woman with all the shit in her face yeah, we, and the unnamed twin prisoners that are in the cell with Hermes—they look very young and they're creepy. They were weird. That at some point she's talking about how Jolene in this scene is talking about how embarrassed she is that she was masturbating, and this guard that does she say Tom looks like Tom Cruise? No. What does she say? The guard looks like, but just that he's handsome. He's young and handsome. Okay. In the in the manga, she says it looks like Tom Cruise, and mm. she refers to him as Tom Cruise later. Uh, but like at some point, Hermes is like, "How far down were your panties?" Yeah. I guess you're asking how much could he have seen, but okay. Yeah, well, because she she wants so <laughs> this scene is funny because she's uh, uh, Jolene is being very dramatic about it. Like she's embarrassed and she's very dramatic. She's just like, my life is over. I'll never get married. <laughs> yeah, which is it's so weird because it's like you're in jail and you're screaming about it. Now everybody knows. It's like yeah. an, it's, an, it's an embarrassing thing, and now everybody knows about it. And meanwhile, Edmus is just like. Oh, like, ooh, this is juicy. Tell me more. I want to picture it, basically. And she's like, give me all the details. Which guard was it? Where, what, like, where were your panties? Was your ass in the air? Like, tell me, like. What were you thinking about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, she tells them what she was thinking about, which also is an embarrassing thing. Don't tell people you fucking get off at looking at the moonlight or whatever. Yeah. That's I, weird. I couldn't figure that out. Like, maybe when she was a civilian, they would do, like, uh, like prison role play sex, her and her traitor boyfriend, you know? And so maybe then this became real. Maybe she had know. sex with like harmonicas, you know, just rectangles that have lines in them remind her of it. I don't know. It's a weird thing to make you horny. No, it's, listen, when the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie. That's true. That's a more. That's a horny. <laughs> that's a horny. <laughs> I like that it starts out horny. I think that that is an important for the brand of, the show and for this podcast in particular <laughs> yeah it's mm-hmm. you know w- when you're doing something in comedy at least they say like don't start too crazy they're like don't start at a 10 yeah but this show has no problem starting at a 10 because the show has its own scale because it because it starts at a 10 and then and then somewhere it's going to go to like 15 20 <laughs> yeah yeah um it did it didn't have any animal murder though right no animal murder just person murder lots yeah. a few person murders um what are the jojo tropes that we got in this first episode we got we got deadbeat dad big one De- bad, bad dad bad dad dad issues we had musical references got, which i have to ask you about oh. okay uh we got yeah. weirdo looking people <laughs> like grotesque looking people yeah yeah we got uh wild fashion even yes. in a prison environment 
Yeah. Well, yeah, wild which fashion that like, nobody seems to comment on. It's going to take a while on. for me to not be like, why aren't you wearing an orange jumpsuit? <laughs> yeah, or yeah. some jumpsuit, even if it's green or something. The just... guards all are, all, all are all wearing uniforms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they're not main characters in a JoJo manga. Yeah, I guess. Obvi. Not yet. Uh, we have a Western setting. You know, that's mm-hmm. something JoJo loves to do, which is Araki. Araki, you know, would write about how he likes to experience things, or at least in in, in the form of Rohan's character, he'd be like, you have to experience things to write about them. Mm-hmm. And Rohan's like, that's why I even eat the bug, because I got to know. But like, Araki, I'm sure, has visited America, but rarely do you get the vibe that he like gets the essence of it or anything. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The way they like bring up plea bargaining made me wonder if plea bargaining is like a uniquely American thing. I actually looked it up. Oh, it, thank for, you. For a long time, it was a uniquely American thing, but other countries have adopted it in more recent years. But I think up until like the 70s, it was like just or something like that, 70s or 80s, it was mostly a US thing. Mm. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, this was written way after that, but I don't know. Yeah. Um. Well, maybe they didn't get it in Japan. They don't They don't have, maybe they oh, don't have true. that in Japan. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I guess in this comic, Araki's being like, have you heard what these dumbasses do? They say if you just admit that you're guilty, they give you a, a little bit less of a sentence. Even if you, so if they would have found you guilty and wasted everyone's time, they'd give you a harsher sentence. Well, it depends on the bargain, right? So there are ones where you admit what you did and you uh, in exchange for a lesser or 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 you say that you 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 plead guilty in exchange for a lesser sentence um there's ones where you plead to a lesser sentence um so it, like let's let's say i don't know do you know how there's like multiple degrees of murder or whatever like yeah. you plead you plead uh you they let you plead a, a lesser charge or or one of the other charges and you're the like the the big severe one that has a lot of years to it gets dropped so that's another way to to do a plea bargain it's just weird because it feels like the, the punishment is supposed to fit the crime not the punishment is supposed to fit the crime unless you make it easy for us and say what we want to hear you know yeah i don't know yeah and it's like it's probably it's also like a because prison sentences are so harsh in America, yeah, like there's a huge incentive to take the plea bargain, even if you're innocent. innocent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's the thing is like there's just I guess there's so many like people to jail that we're like, all right, come on, I gotta hurry it up. If you just fucking make it real fast for us, so we don't have to waste all this time and money and energy putting you through it and forcing you to admit it, then we'll be nice. We won't give you as bad a sentence. We'll give you a regular sentence. Yeah, it's a big problem that like like you're pushed into not going through a fair trial a lot of the time yeah and i also look forward to this anime exposing uh just the dangers of for-profit prison uh, (laughs) industries and i I like that that araki has taken this setting on because he's going to challenge those um socio-political issues I don't think Araki was pro abolition long before wow it was popular (laughs) that's crazy i mean jojo's is always it's always upending what you think about politics you know it's definitely not whatever it is (laughs) it's gonna be just more it's gonna like i i I predict we're gonna get a fart joke somewhere (laughs) yes we'll probably get a fart joke will (laughs) a dog will a dog be exploded or disemboweled or lose its head the like it'll be Farts and poops and piss somewhere along the line, especially in this kind of setting. There's going to be some gross stuff. There's going to be a, sh- a sa- mm-hmm. I feel like there has to be a shower scene <laughs> because there's always there's going to be <laughs> like do you, there's probably going to be period jokes. 
Oh no, Araki's gonna do his research yeah. about women. <laughs> he first learned about <laughs> he first learned about female masturbation. I'm you know what what that segment was missing? It was missing like a kind of narrator that explains like master like when how female it, masturbation was invented. The clitoris invented. is located. Blah 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 yeah, blah blah. Exactly. <laughs> that would be like how that would how, be really useful. how women masturbate or whatever or like how a they masturbate like, in the 18th or century some, some kind of like di- differences in. Western Something. versus Japanese styles? No. Mm-hmm. Like the It's clockwise versus counterclockwise. <laughs> in, in Australia they definitely do it backwards. Yeah. Um Orthodox versus Southpaw. Anyway. Um yeah, like I again, so I read it a long time ago. I forgot a lot of this, maybe most of it one one could say. And so I don't know if this is true, but I would not be shocked if there was like a little dog that was somehow in the jail. Yeah, uh, and gets his like face kicked in. in. Maybe a prison, like, uh, like a dog in a jumpsuit. <laughs> maybe I, I'm I'm thinking maybe one of those uh a prison dogs, not prison dogs, police dogs, like a police dog. Oh, like the canine unit. Yeah, could be a police. Maybe. dog. Maybe I mean, where she is in jail, I don't think you would see one of those. But Wait, I, there I, could I don't be a know. police dog that sniffs for drugs to see if any of the women have drugs. Yeah, you know, they could do that. It could be. Um, so just aside to, from it, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, just to get it out of the way, unless this is more relevant, unless what you were going to say was more relevant, Miles. I was going to bring up the musical references or whatever references. No, you've been meaning to get that. I have questions for you guys, though. Okay. Um. So, did Jolene name her stand in this episode? I don't know no. that she did. Right? No, we just hear that no. it's. I don't think she even knows that it's a stand. Yeah, that's right. She doesn't know what stands are. She's just like, "What did my dad do to me? <laughs> is that the is that the arrow?" First of all, I have questions about her paternity. I have questions about, or, or just about Joseph and what and how she get. I have questions about about the background. I also have questions about the powers because wouldn't she have inherited powers from from Jotaro? Uh, maybe. But <laughs> before before we get there, do you guys know at least where Hermes or Hermes Costello gets her name? I think you've said before. Elvis Costello? Elvis Costello, it seems to be the last name, and Hermes is a fashion brand. Fashion, yeah, you, you said that. France. Okay. Mm. Not this episode, I haven't said it. Okay. I can say it every episode if okay. I want. It's also a Greek, Roman? Greek. Greek god, mm. Hermes. That's right. Um, I think it's Greek. Also, have you, have we, we've talked about how this is Stone Ocean, and we had already diamond is unbreakable so mm-hmm. we have the diamond element or rock whatever the fuck gold golden experience or golden wind mm-hmm. uh and now we have stone ocean which is mm-hmm. a pretty big downgrade going yeah, from but, diamond to gold to stone but ocean is i think an upgrade from wind hmm <laughs> not a bad point <laughs> yeah that's true okay and uh, what was the, what was the other one a uh, diamond unbreakable Okay. Yeah, it's not really a thing. Yeah. And SBR is steel, so it kind of goes back up. Miles, what were you going to say before? Uh, there's like two things that I'm... Well, one, we talk, if a dog dies, I'm curious to see if a dog dies this season. Like, this, it kind of feels like this season might be a departure. Mm. So maybe a dog doesn't die. And the other thing I'm curious about is like, if we get... Because this is the first one, I like we had a little bit of JoJo's in New York, but this is the first one, I feel like the whole time it's going to be in America. Yeah. 
Seems like it. Um, so I'm curious to see like what Araki's take on America is. Yeah, but it's mostly in a prison, which I feel like you don't really it's have to- It's appropriate, am I right? You don't really have to know much about the about living in the US because like it's a prison. But like prison life is not like regular life. Yeah, and US. it's a fictional prison. I do not believe yeah, anybody would have- I don't think there's a green dolphin street- because it doesn't make any sense. Araki has forgotten what colors are what because he just makes whatever colors he wants. So he's like, dolphins, what color are they? Uh, green. I don't think there's Green Dolphin Street. Isn't that Street. a musical reference? Is it? Oh, no, it's a movie, Green Dolphin Street. Oh, really? What is it? From 1947. It's a historical drama disaster film based uh, on the novel Green Dolphin Street. Oh, my God. Is this true? Yeah. Oh, there's a song, too. Ah. I'm finding this. On yeah. Green Dolphin Street, a 1947 song written for the film. And it's a Bill Evans album, which might be what Araki is most familiar with. Uh, I know he's a Jasmine. A Jasmine? Mm. Yeah. There you go. You found the hidden musical reference. Hidden gem. Bill Evans clock. from New Jersey. Hey, oh. where in New Jersey? Do you know? Like Plainfield? What the fuck yes, is Plainfield. that? Plainfield. All right, whatever. <laughs> anyway okay so yeah her power shouldn't she already have powers if if Jotaro is her dad um yeah but you could have argued the same we, we already should have addressed that in part five because Giorno does get impaled by an arrow even though his dad is Dio who has okay fine Jonathan Joestar's body okay so we've given up so, on inheriting yes. the power so so my, my argument or my way to avoid answering that question is to say we should have already addressed that okay I've already accepted I've already accepted this okay yeah it, it seems like only Josuke inherited it by being born into it or Joseph as but well but didn't Jotaro also oh no yeah. Jotaro they were suddenly awakened and everyone got stands at the same time yeah yeah you might be right yeah, yeah. Well, it's like, okay, yeah, Joseph also got his stand. I don't know how. I guess maybe at the same time that Jotaro got his stand because Dio got one. Maybe it's like once you get past a certain generation. Although, yeah, even then, Giorno should have gotten it immediately because he's Dio's son. So he's very yeah. close to the body of Jonathan Joestar. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't, uh, it, it's an Araki forgot moment. Okay. Araki forgot his own rules or changed Maybe she was rules. like he changed the rules. about to get a stand, but she got impaled by the arrow anyway. So like it, it like moved it up. You know? no, I don't know. Because Josuke, I think, got sick as a baby. It's not, in oh, part five, right. though, it sounded like some people got the stand from the arrow and some people just also had it naturally, right? Yeah, I think that is still a thing. Like you can just suddenly pop up with a stand, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think okay. that is still a thing, but Did we Josuke don't know why. Did Josuke get sick as a baby because he was getting a stand at the same time as Jotaro? Yeah. I think so. Okay, so he didn't really inherit it either. Um, That's a good point. Well, it, it all just kind of awakened at the same time for all of them. Right, right. It just like awakened, but they in real time inherited it from the zombie yeah. body of their so great-grandfather. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe... So maybe, okay, so here are the rules. <laughs> if you were alive and related to like the Joestar bloodline at the time, then you got the powers. If you were not born yet, oh, then you You missed it, buddy. You, yeah, you don't got it. You missed you gotta it. You got to get stabbed. You got to get stabbed by an arrow. <laughs> yeah. So 
Jackie, you you briefly mentioned one of your questions. You said something like, was that the arrow? Yes, was that the arrow? It seemed like it. Or like a part of the arrow, like a broken part. So regardless of whether or not it was the arrow, can we just stop and think for a second that (laughs) Jolene seems to have awakened her stand because she accidentally cut her finger on the blade, right? Yes, of a, a charm. Whereas in part four, yeah. Koichi gets shot like in the neck with an arrow yeah. and dies. And yeah. th- Angelo talks about being shot in the chest or something in jail with an arrow. And it's like, if you're strong enough and you survive, you'll get a oh, stand. Yeah. None of them had to undergo any of that. They could have just grazed the arrowhead, yeah, you know, true. just cut themselves and been like, yeah. uh, okay, I got a stand. Yeah. So all these people are killed by, uh, not Angelo, the older Nijimura brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, it did really whoops. like screw up her finger, though, for a, for a moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's different. Yeah, her hand than, looked fucked up. It would have been very funny if she was in that like cell talking to her lawyer, and then just like from behind through a window, Jotaro had a bow and arrow and shot her with it, and then ran away. I would have liked that. <laughs> There's also no way that would have gotten through. Like a sharp object yes. would not have gone through the the prison, 100%. like it, <laughs> like the the security or whatever. They would not let you have the shop. They would give you the charm and take out the um the the, the stone that's inside it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> because it's ridiculous. they're even wise when people are are smuggling money in their tits. Like yeah, yeah, they would have caught that blade. Which, by the way, in the subtitles at least they. I still have more questions though about the background. Oh, go ahead. Okay, my, I think this is my last question. But what is she doing in the U.S.? Like, who's her mom? Well, I guess you're not going to tell me who her mom is. Is it going to make sense that, that she lives in Florida? Is that going to make sense? Like, did Jotaro move to to West He's Florida? He's a marine biologist. Florida's like prime real estate for That's looking what, at turtles or whatever. Okay, so he, I guess, spent a lot of time there and maybe settled well, down there. Did they? Am I wrong? Did they mention that she's also a marine? Something to do with marine biology? I think she's. A, she's. Or, or did I make that up? I think you made that up. I. She seemed like like because they said something about her being a student. Like they said like that they like her that she can continue her studies from the prison. Like they brought her books and stuff. Wait. They did. But her. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, Jolene's mom was. Also oh, the mom. A biologist. Oh, or that something. I don't know. Maybe. Or studied with Joe Taro or something. Yeah. So. It's interesting because watching this, I was thinking about how we don't know much about her mom. In Stardust Crusaders, we at least hear about Jotaro's dad and then we never see him. Yeah. We do see, we do get his name right off the bat and the fact that he's a jazz sax player. Mm-hmm. And then I, I read the manga and I guess I could lump it all into a separate section. Please remind me if I don't. That uh, one of the missing scenes that was in the first three chapters, because this episode is the first three chapters of the Stone Ocean manga. Mm. There's a brief scene with Jolene's mom. Oh. extremely brief though okay um it's just when she's being arrested okay. and her mom's like what's happening where are uh, they taking you but she doesn't yell like i'm a marine biologist or <laughs> i play the saxophone or whatever yeah. um so yeah what are other questions um, you said you think that was the last one i think that's the main the main one i might come to more later but i i just wanted to know why she's what she's doing in the u.s Oh, oh, also they said that she's half Japanese, so the mom must be like not white. not Japanese, yeah, white. Although she's technically then a quarter Japanese, right? No. Is Jotaro not full Japanese? No, Jotaro's full. No, he's not. His mom's Holly or Holly, Joestar. 
and English. Jotaro's mom. Or she's Italian, right? Isn't he half Italian-American, half Japanese? Italian. Yeah, his mom is Holly Joestar. No, no, no. His... Or she's American. Oh, oh, his mom is Holly and his dad is a Japanese man. Okay. So mm-hmm. Jotaro is half and so she is, I guess, a quarter. Yeah. Okay. God damn you half Japanese girls. That's a song. You do it to me every time. There you go. Okay. Yeah, it's the- a song by Weezer. Okay. And that is, and yes, this is a reference to that song El Scorcho by Weezer. <laughs> El Scorcho. Such a dumb sounding song. It's like guys, like that just that <laughs> guitar riff, you're like you could you like go back and write a real riff? Can you not do this shit? Clearly grown out of like a jerk off practice session. Good album. What the hell is that song? Anyway. It's a good album. It's a good album. No, they're not like, you know, they're not rush or whatever. Well, it's, yeah. It's not simple songs. There's got to be room between like bang, 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 and like, can we write a song? Jackie is totally apathetic. I do not care. Jackie does not give a shit. I do not. Jackie is riff blind. She can only hear vocals. That's true. And that's it. <laughs> you could play any guitar part and she's like, it's the same. <laughs> that's not true, but I mo- it's bow, not that. Bow, not, bow. I just don't care. Jackie, right. I want you to use mouth noises to imitate one riff for me right now. What's a riff? A guitar riff. Like if you said like Paramore song, you could go like. That's like, that's the riff. Okay, okay, okay. Don't Stop Red Hot Chili Peppers? Yeah. Or Can't Stop? I don't know. Can't stop. I think it's can't stop. Okay. All right. I'll let you have it this time, Jackie. Ha. Just says I'm going to win big. Red Hot Chili Peppers is a JoJo reference. Oh. Yeah, they were named after the villain from part four, actually. So what's with her? Give it away. Give it away. Give it away now. What's with her ability to tell somebody's like something about their sex life by looking at their finger i don't know i think it's bullshit i also find it suspicious that she was talking about that stuff and then Hermes is like are you half japanese <laughs> and i'm like what does that have to do with anything like is that is that a japanese thing to look at fingers and be able to think you can tell something from it <laughs> yeah that may have been added by the anime or the subtitlers i'm not yeah. sure if that's that's in the original but it is weird it's like maybe Maybe she was wondering if she was half Asian. Yeah. And then she finally got to open a conversation. I was like, by the way, <laughs> your last name, is it Kujo, like the Stephen King dog? Or is that some Japanese word? Mm. <laughs> uh, and based on my watching of Terrace House, it's a question Japanese people ask. What is? Are you half? They go, oh, yeah. hafu? Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, which you don't really do in America until you've talked to the person like five times. But maybe it's just Terrace House, the TV show. They're like, everyone's going to ask. So let's just break it out, you know, right now. I guess it depends on who you are. But yeah, yeah, I I guess like polite conversation. You don't just ask people like, hey, what are you? (laughs) But people do do that. I will do it if someone is talking to someone else and they're in the middle of a sentence. I'll be like, "Uh, are you Colombian? (laughs) What country are you from? Yeah. Yeah. Where your grandma stay? Um, (laughs) I... I, you think the, the, the finger thing is made up? I think it's just bullshit. Okay. Yeah. Okay, but the other finger thing. 
which is her stand. Yeah. How do we think it works? I know a little bit about how I it think works. So, okay, so I won't ask you. So here's what, I, here's what I've gleaned. It can listen. Uh-huh. And it can slice or like squeeze. It's a thread yeah. that she controls, but yeah. it has an ear at the end, I guess. An ear? Oh yeah, because it can. Uh, yeah, it's like a, it's like those um cup on a string. Like a cup on a the cups on a string. Yeah, it does that. It's a string. Like a so it's like everything that strings can do, right? Like if you put cups at the end of them, no, you can that's, hear. I don't think that's real. What do you mean it's no? It's real. Is the cup on a string thing real? Yeah, I don't you think can do it, it works. You can do it. Yeah, the cup on the string thing is real. It, it works. How does sound go over a you string? You never did that when you were a kid. No, it works. Because we had phones to it pick works. up and AIM. We had AOL Instant Messenger. Okay, we can try it later. Yeah, it, the the string transmits the sound. I'm going to Google and saying, do cups on strings it works. really two, work? Look up two cups, one string. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not looking that up. Oh, this is from Virginia Tech's website. A string telephone works very much like a landline phone. Oh, okay. It's just some materials are more conductive to sound than others. Well, uh, I'm learning okay, a lot. Okay, so it's a string. Can you play guitar riffs on it? Oh, I'm sure you could. Okay. Someone here answering a question on Reddit. They gave a bunch of bullet points, and the last bullet point is, the sound quality is just horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, thanks. We were expecting, like, beautiful Verizon clear audio until you told us. <laughs> um, anyway. Well, it's not going to work for me then. Yeah. I'm not going to use it. I was about to throw out podcast. my wireless plan in favor of just getting a cup and string that I could distribute to different people and writing their name on Magic Marker on the cup. Uh, but I should have just been unspooling string the whole way down the turnpike. Yeah, for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's what you should have done. Just left a cup up here in Jersey yeah. and drive to North Carolina with a really big string. Yeah. You'd have to stop at extra like Michaels or craft stores. I wonder if there's a limit to how long you could do the cup, like how long how how long it can transmit sound, you know? I'm sure it dies out. It dies yeah. out after a while, yeah. I feel like or it's got to be like the quality's got to be super shitty. Yeah. After a certain point. Um. By the way, I I've been googling uh, joint on finger masturbation, whatever. Like to see if I could. Uh, and mostly there's just like people saying that like fap th- fap fingers, <laughs> or like you your your if you masturbate too much, your hands hurt or your joints hurt or whatever. Um. So that's a thing. When I was in middle school, uh, which is famous for the time when everybody starts to jerk off. I remember uh, towards the end of school, this one kid that I like kind of knew named Noah came up to me in the hallway and was like, hey, Mark, put your hand like this. And he like half like folded his hand, you know, and was just like showing me his palm. And he was like, do this. And I was like, no. And I just walked away from him because I was like, this is going to be something where it's going to be like the fold of my hand is going to indicate that I've been jerking off. Mm. And I was like, there's no way that's real, but I'm also terrified that it is real. <laughs> you don't want to be found out. <laughs> he's going to be like, you have the deepest fold that we've ever seen. <laughs> you jerk off the most. He'll just diagnose you with like. <laughs> that would be the funniest yeah, thing to do to a kid. it's just one of those like old wives tales to warn you against doing it. Like your your palms will get hairy or one of those. Like this, yeah. This my, uh, my favorite joke about that is uh, a dad opens the door to his son's room and says, son, if you don't stop masturbating, you're going to go blind. And the son says, over here, dad. Aww. Because <laughs> the dad, all right. There's anyway. also there's also like a 
some some like I don't even know where this comes from, but like like your your something with your fingers, like if your middle finger and your ring finger are the same size. No, if you're I, I need to look it up, but it's something like if your index finger and the middle finger are the same size, then you're gay or something like that. <laughs> Everything oh, in God. middle in, in grade school is like <laughs> if this, then gay. <laughs> yeah. Finger size gay. I'm Googling this to see. So, again, I remember some things about. Ooh, BBC News has an article length of ring and index finger linked to sexuality. <laughs> so that like yeah that's that's is this what like i've bbc heard bbc kids produced version? nbc also nbc news also has a thing on this it's going to be them quoting some one bullshit study that was never peer-reviewed or never reproduced or yeah. whatever well anyway nonsense you can be whatever you want with whatever fingers you got that's true so i know a little bit about jolene's stand but did you guys find it weird that at the end of the episode when she's being like, I can't reach you right now. And then her stand reaches the guy. Hmm? Doesn't she say like to the lawyer, like she's yelling out the window, like I might not be able to get to you now, but we'll meet again. But then her stand does get to oh, the yeah. lawyer. And then she kills him <laughs> or horribly injures him. It was weird. I guess she's still like yeah. slowly realizing the extent of the powers, which is weird to me that we're not getting a fuller picture of the stand right away. Yeah, and but it is also... They're just building up for drama, I guess. This certainly seems to be the longest range stand we've seen on a main character. Uh, usually the the Joestar family stands are close range, beat em up punches, and we don't know that her stand isn't that kind of thing, but the fact that it could like go out onto the street away from the jail, that's pretty far. Mm-hmm. So I feel like right away we've seen that Jolene's stand has far. a very long range compared to her family's stands. By the way, just to just to give the like oh, accurate no. information on the on the thing. Okay, so women whose left index and right fingers are different lengths are more likely to be lesbians. Hold your hand up. Well, I don't know. Are they different or the same? They're a little different. Okay, you're I'm, a little I'm, gay. I'm a little gay. That's true. Um, so scientists measured the fingers of 18 pairs of female identical twins where one was straight and the other gay. On average, the lesbians, but not the straight twins, had different sized index and ring fingers. Typically a male trait, apparently. Okay. Uh, this but, is stupid. But only on the left hand. When was this study? Is this 2002 or something? Also, if you are if you say that you're uh, gay, then you're gay. <laughs> like, oh. If, <laughs> study shows really, that people who identify as gay might be that's gay. That's really how you tell. <laughs> yeah. Just in case anyone was wondering. If you're that's attracted really how you to tell. the same gender, yeah. uh, you're gay. Yeah. It turns out. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, this episode is uh it's a trip. Should we go through like it ep- like beat by beat? Now? I'm I'm pretty much going through beat by beat okay, in, okay. of my notes. Like not like but I'm just kind of doing like each chunk at a time. Um we can talk Oh, oh, oh right. I had another question about Jotaro. So, it sounds like he's a dead he's a deadbeat dad. He's a he's a bad dad. Mm-hmm. What's the deal? Well, come on, man. <laughs> Well, I think that all of the jokes. No, his his father was out of the picture. You know, it's it's like you inflict the hurt on the next generation. It's that, and and all the Joe Stars and the and the Brandos, like they are called to like a higher calling, you know, and they end up being very busy. Now, should they have children? Yeah. I think the answer is probably no. So, but you know, so so what was Joe? What was Joe Taro doing last season? Part five? Yeah, what was he doing? Mostly chilling in a hotel for just 
to talk to Koichi. But, but he 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 had a big grand Italian vacation or whatever, talking to Koichi and right. He had a big grand Italian vacation. Okay, by himself without his wife or kid. Well, actually, I'm assuming wife, but we don't know if they actually got married or if they're together. He may still have been, you know, jet set flying around, dicking down randos. Yeah. We don't know. Just like his daddy. Random starfish. Random rent fucking jellyfish and all kinds of sea creatures. Um, But that would have been when Jolene was young, right? She would have been like, that would have, right? Because that, that would have been 10 years before this. Hmm, you might be right. Right. So this is. <laughs> He's already. I mean, again, so this the is the Italian vacation work. is like when Jolene is like 10 years old or whatever. Uh, I'm going to double check you, but you might be right. Although it is fair that if you think like Dio's influence is spreading out, like you got to go on the road. But it sounds like he just also was never there. Like Jolene is like, yeah. I hate my dad. <laughs> he His dad was never around either. He was busy blowing in, into the sacks. What a jerk, man. Yeah. What can you do? Bad dads. Uh, so go anyway, should we keep watching this show or what? Yeah. I think we should give it give it at least 38, 39 more episodes. However okay. long it's going to be because we don't fucking know. Yet. We still don't know. No, I don't think they've talked about what is how long it's ultimately going to be or anything. It seems like it's going to be another 39 epper, but we don't know. Uh, Jackie, what what is next uh, on the... There's a bunch of stuff. A uh, bunch of stuff. I don't know. What what do we want to talk about here? So she, she, you know, I guess is now friends with Hermes. Like she like mostly is just like confessing to her about like masturbating. And Hermes just wants to know all the details. And then they get into a car and uh, like they're being driven. And uh, Hermes tries to tell her about like, oh, you need to have money on you and stuff. And so she's like trying to give her tips, I guess. And so I guess they're friends, right? Okay. Yes. Any any thoughts about what goes on in the car? Okay. When they're being so, driven around. I went and read the the manga for this. but And, and in the TV anime, she, she mentions or Jolene guesses like, oh, do you put them in a breast implant? Yeah. In the manga translation I read, they just said that she stuffs it into her breast. Oh, yeah, that's the first thing I would have thought of. But. Like, she doesn't have implants. Like, it, just inside it. Oh, wait, yeah. in, like, actually in her skin? Like, still the yes. same thing? Like, she didn't have implants. She just cut her, she just made a cut and yeah. stuck it in it's her like, skin. It's like, I mean, yeah, it seems like in the comic, it seems like the cut is, like, further back towards her side. It's not like she just cut the side of her titty Yeah, and shoved it in there. But it seems like the cut starts kind of close mm. near your arm. That's more like, it's closer to her guys. armpit, I want to say. mm but uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe this is a real thing prisoners have done. Mm. Maybe they just like That's keep cutting. It, have it becomes infection. like a scar tissue pocket or mm. something. Uh, or maybe Araki thinks that tits are just empty. <laughs> just They're just coin purses <laughs> waiting to be filled. You can just stuff them with whatever. Yeah. Who cares? How do they fit the implant in there? They yeah. could just... What if you were so rich you got a breast implant that was just money? Forget <laughs> silicon. Forget whatever else there is. Saline. It's just money, baby. Anyway. Yeah, and it just feels like real papery on the inside. Yeah. Or coiny. When you get to second base, it's just like, it's just crinkly. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah, and who's she the saves her guy? friend at the, later. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Did you just ask me who, who the bad guy the bad is? Guy is? I'm not telling yeah, you that. Yeah, who do you think it is? The bad guy is uh, the prison system. Yeah. In this episode, at least, right? It's the man. The man. Well, it seems like yeah. she was set up to be... You know, you know what I mean? Like it's very strange 
like the accident that she has with Romeo seems very strange. So Romeo is is a villain. She's going to seek out revenge against him. But also it seems like I don't know. I feel like they were set up to hit that to to like to be involved would, in this crime. Why would why would they be set up? It looked fair. It looked like they weren't paying attention. They weren't looking at the road. You know, he was asking her for a drink and she was like, no. And then that's when they crashed. You could engineer this. You could tell Romeo you're going to hit a guy on a road. And then you go and you find a guy and you're like, hey, cross the street right now. Come to me. Do you know I why I think this? Because the guy was dressed very outlandishly, like the, the victim. Oh. He was dressed like a JoJo character. Oh, So you think he is the one who set this up? He faked his own death? No, it just made me think like, this isn't a normal guy. Okay. Mm. And this yep. is not a normal car accident. He, maybe he comes back. Did they say that the guy died or did they say attempted murder? Oh, no. They say the guy died. That's an important plot point. Okay. They say he died, but not until they disposed of, like, he was still alive when they put him in the trunk. They said he died in the okay. field. Which okay. is how, how, anyway. they, how they get, jo- one of the ways that they strangely get Jolene to agree to a plea bargain that isn't actually on the table because it's like, oh yeah, they're they're gonna let you off for the hit and run stuff. But then the because like it's like, oh yeah, that's all it was was it was just a hit and run. But it turns out it would have just been a hit and run, but they dumped a still breathing guy into a swamp, which killed him. Yeah. So them trying to clean cover up the evidence turned it into murder. Uh but the lawyer didn't tell Jolene that fact. Yeah. It's a little bit weird. Yeah. It's weird. Um I don't think that that's how plea bargains work, typically. Like, you're supposed to, like, like there aren't any... You're supposed to understand what you're agreeing yeah, to. Yeah, there, there shouldn't be any surprises. Right? There shouldn't be any surprises when you take a plea bargain. It's like, you're, I'm agreeing to, I'm going to plead this, and the sentence is this. Like, you know right, what well, it is. It's, it's, it's not the or, sentence, or, or the not charge. That, not that you know what the sentence is, yeah, but the... It should be, you're charged with this and that. But I'm sure the prisoners do get lied to. Uh, and told like, yeah, you're just going to yeah. do this. And then the the lawyer is friends with the judge and the, and the people in the system. And they're like, okay, good. Another one processed. Move mm. on. Damn the man. That's fucked up. I mean, I'm sure it happens because, but it depends, you know, like, I don't know. They could have made it more, or Araki could have made it more obvious that it's like, right, and here's the hit and run charge. But then in the court, they're like, what that charge actually refers to is the whatever. I don't know. The thing that I think fucked her up is they were like, oh, and the car was stolen. Like you, you were who was driving? Like and you stole the car. Basically, it was like, but it was his car. It sounded it. It was Romeo's car. But he was like, oh, like. So he was like, I'll report it stolen because he initially wanted to lie. In the flashback, he says that he wanted to say like someone stole his car and hit this guy, and then that they would dispose of the evidence. But. Um, he still reports his car is stolen, but it sounded like like one of the charges against her was stealing the car, you know, because like mm-hmm. um, I think they're like he wasn't even in the car, you know, like I think that that's his story. Like yeah, no one, no so. one is bringing him into it and he and the car was stolen and she doesn't refute that. Um, so. Yeah. It's just like when she heard that when the lawyer says to her, oh, and the, you know, you were driving a stolen vehicle. She should have just been like, wait, hold on. No, (laughs) like 
it was it was Romeo's vehicle and it wasn't stolen. And it's like, oh, well, he reported it stolen. Like, she should have just said that. I mean, at that point, she should have been like, okay, well, if he's still saying that it was stolen, then something should be fish. Then that's something fishy, you know? Like, I would think, like, he's trying to fu- he's trying to screw me over. Why is she taking the fall for this guy? I don't know. She really seemed like she wanted to take the fall for this guy. Well, it seems like she doesn't want to snitch because he's like, who was driving the car? And she's like, I can't tell you that. Yeah. And Jen, she loves him or whatever. So something that's missing from the show that was in the comic at least twice is that mentioned that Jolene was in a gang when she was younger. Mm. She says like, what? I stole. I borrowed a bike without asking. Yeah. When she was 14. She was in a gang called the Hell Rider Gang, okay. which was all about jacking motorcycles and cars. Okay. Um, I don't know why they took that out. They wanted probably wanted her to seem more uh, yeah, innocent. But I like it better because it would yeah. explain why she wouldn't want to snitch and yeah. where she would get some skills that I'm guessing will come in handy in the prison. And mm-hmm. maybe it'll maybe they'll bring it up later. Yeah, she's in a gang. Maybe, but it's like I said in in the yeah, first spoiler. In the first three chapters, it is uh, mentioned twice, but mm-hmm. not uh, not here at all. Hmm. But it's also weird. It's the, like it's manslaughter. You'll get like a year. It's like what the fuck? That's it. <laughs> She stole a car, hit a guy. I don't know. I also want to note that the uh, outfit that she's wearing when she gets out of the car, like in the flashback, is ridiculous. She's wearing like, I don't know. It's like a see-through skirt. It's like what? a skirt. It's, it's like a, it's like ridiculous? a net. She's wearing like a net What's, as a skirt. Her dad is a marine biologist. <laughs> she loves nets. <laughs> like she she got out of the car. And it's like, you know, it's like a serious, like scary kind of moment for her. But she gets out of the car and I'm like, What? <laughs> And also note that the the night that that happened was a couple of days before Halloween. So I'm like, maybe she went to, maybe she was going to a Halloween party. It was October 28th. They shouldn't have moved the body. No, she yeah, was right. She died. was right in that, in that, that situation. Um, she wanted to help him. Araki's comment on this chapter, apparently he does chapter comments, not just mm-hmm. volume comments, was leaving behind bloodlines is important to my work. Jolene is alone, but she inherits the heart of her ancestors. Mm. Uh, and the first chapter was called Prisoner Number 21. Eventually, they just called it like Stone Ocean Chapter 1, 2, and 3. Mm. And then, because like it's like after the week that, after these like weekly um, chapters come out, when he compiles them into a volume, that he starts to see the arcs. And he's like, okay, these first three chapters are called Stone Ocean Part 1, 2, and 3. Um, and... uh. The chapter two comment is kind of funny to me because so there's a comment from Araki about like the nature of his work, you know, or about like who the Joe stars are, you know, or who Jolene is. And then for chapter two, it's we're looking for an assistant for details. Please contact Mr. Azuma of the editorial department. Thank you. <laughs> it's like eventually he's going to be like license uh, plate ZH132. Your lights are on. Yeah. Please go to the parking lot. Uh, what's the next story beat? Uh, yeah, so we find out that Romeo did it to save himself and that he has a rich father that paid off the lawyer. Yeah. And the lawyer grabs his hand and gets very close to his face. It's really weird. I think she should appeal. But she can't. Why not? They say so specifically. It was a plea bargain. Oh, yeah. Why can't she appeal? Because she plead. <laughs> I guess she pleaded guilty. Oh, you, yeah, right. Okay. You can only appeal if you if you are pleading not guilty and they, and they find you guilty. Okay. Well, that sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wrote sexy pies to show her butt, but I think there's a typo you meant in there to write somewhere. Pose. Ah, pose. Sexy pose is my guess. Thank you. Okay, so that is when uh, she goes into the prison and the, the lady guard who also is weird looking 
Yeah, the big um, one is especially weird looking. Yeah, uh, and they're like, all right, you got to take off your clothes and spread your ass cheeks. And she's like, uh, like this. And she's like ready to, why is she so eager to do it? I don't know. <laughs> she was like super, <laughs> she was super embarrassed about like someone watching her masturbate, but she has no problem with like getting in different pose it like right away she's like oh yeah let's do it i guess she's she's adjusting to things so something else that was that was dropped from the adaptation in the comic when this happens and she's like what if i uh put my what if what if is this pose better where she like leans on her back while naked and stuff Hermes is shown to be watching this and says like that's jolene huh and she's like well, i guess it's to be expected if she did expose herself to the guard or mm. whatever it's mm. this really weird line yeah it's like, did Araki just want to draw Jolene naked for his assumed like male reader base and then needed a character to be like, yeah, that's why she's doing it. <laughs> she's a freak now. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Um, but yeah, Hermes comes back in the in this chapter uh, and yet they, uh, for some reason, dropped it out of the anime. Kind of makes sense because I didn't really understand her fucking comment. Yeah. Um, and you know what? I didn't appreciate it. That's why the manga's it. not canon. No, Miles, you're wrong. Shit. The, the anime is the original document. I, I don't even know if document's the right word. Whatever. But yeah, she vows to get her revenge. Uh, she hears the whole thing because she like she she he, she knows that the lawyer was paid off and everything because she heard that with the with her thread. Um, and she's in prison and she's like, I she vows to get revenge. She has powerful, tough voice and it's awesome. Um, and then you see the lawyer talk to the onion cop. The tiny, he's like the super short, round cop that looks like an onion frog with bulging eyes. Yeah, this chapter is called "I Will Never Forgive You," and mm. uh, Araki's comment is: "Short story collection under execution under jailbreak is on sale. It's a pretty neat book, if I may say so." So he's just hawking one of his Rohan side stories or whatever. Okay, uh, which I guess you know. Yeah, and then the last like scene is when she we see her. Mur- kill the lawyer which is awesome yeah and that's it it was definitely refreshing to see someone get fucked up in the name of justice injustice listeners if you are a lawyer or a prosecutor or a i don't know if you're if like you if you're a japanese native who has brushed with the law no no what oh. about it doesn't have to do with japanese i want to know about uh i want to know about people in the u.s legal system well i wanted to know how it contrasts Oh, okay. If you're a Japanese person who has had brushes with the U.S. law, <laughs> if you've come here to our country and fucked things up and stolen cars, we'd like to hear from you. I want someone to write in and explain how pre- plea bargains work. I want someone to, I don't know, just like whatever. But I it seems like the enemy me, here is the justice system. And are you allowed to strike porn poses when they ask you to strip search? <laughs> are you allowed to do that? It's not a matter of whether you're allowed to. It's, you know, it's whether you want to. <laughs> I guess. Uh... Other things that are that are missing include um, Jolene being arrested in her home and her mom being like, what's happening? Mm. Um, and right after the whole nude pose scene, uh, there's something where a doctor checks her out uh, and like, you know, has her open her mouth and pokes her in her eyes to see if she has false eyes. What? Wow. And she looks out and sees some prisoners walking and they're naked. And one prisoner just looks extremely masculine, has mm. like pecs and abs and like a what you would assume to be like an angular male kind of face. And she Mm -hmm. says, hey, isn't this a woman's prison? And the doctor just says, "Uh, she's been injected with male hormones. And Jolene's comment is, it is the dawn of a new age. Whoa. Okay. Okay. (laughs) 
Yeah. You know, Jolene's not some asshole out here being like, well, why is she here in this jail and blah, blah, blah. She's just like, oh, okay, that's new. Like, <laughs> okay. That's new to me. Okay. I think that's just Araki commenting on like. Times are changing. <laughs> Araki's just like, and this. This is be, a thing people th- do. This is This can be found in prisons as well. <laughs> I'm going to believe Araki. And it's just neutral. Araki got dressed up as a woman and committed crimes in Florida. You know what? He probably is dedicated to his work and he got arrested. Mm. And either that's something he saw or something someone said about him uh, and his masculine body as he's walking around. Okay. Maybe. I'm writing a fan fiction. Okay. Anyway, that's all the stuff that I noticed in the comic that I did not see in the adaptation. I would like to learn more about the mom. I would like to figure out who the true villain is and all the other fun stuff. The true villain. I want to see some fights. Oh, there will be fighting. Because so far we've only seen her like use her. What, in this show? Yeah. We've only seen her use her power like where the on, on regular humans who don't know what's going on. Yeah. And we haven't even seen her stand, really. We just see a, a little spaghetti. From, from their perspective. So from their perspective, like the guy who got his the guard who got his ear cut, cut off, he he suddenly just like, oh, I can't move my baton. But he can't see the string. Right. Because he's. Yep. Because if you don't have standby, and then suddenly his ear comes off, and then it's like, what the hell? They're probably going to blame Edmus uh, for it. Maybe or the other guard's going to be like, that guy smacked his own ear off with a baton. <laughs> That's yeah, why he stopped swinging it. He realized he made a horrible mistake. Um. Well, no, I would assume that Hermes was temporarily saved because they had to stop and scream and be like, mm-hmm. oh my God, put my ear back on, and they tried to tape it to yeah. his head or whatever. You know, logical stuff. But yeah, I thought this was a, a very promising start Yeah. to the anime. It certainly is JoJo in that it opens a bunch of questions, including questions that we can doubt will ever be properly answered because they seem to conflict with previous parts. Like what? Um, like the thing about when, like the inheriting of the stand. No, I think I we figured that out. Okay, the stand arrow thing then, like... Okay, that I don't... What's... Like if you had to be pierced with an arrow. Oh, yeah. And That's then you true. can just accidentally like slit your finger on something. Yeah, that, you can just prick. That works, just what prick the your fuck? Finger. Um. Yeah, so I'm excited to watch more. And Jackie and I, quite frankly, we, and Miles, we could all just watch it after this podcast. We could go down and watch up too. Yeah, I mean, Miles, I don't know where what your living situation is, but we have to go downstairs to watch TV. We don't have to, but we usually do. We have a TV up here. We can watch it up here. We have TVs on all the floors of our house. We're pretty fancy. All eighty floors. Yeah. <laughs> We, uh, we don't have, record out of Sears Tower. We don't have a TV in the attic, so we can't watch TV in the attic. But all the other I could put one in there. Okay, we could put a TV in the attic and then we can watch TV up there too. Uh, Yeah. What else can be said about the show? I mean, not, damn, Sears Tower has 108 floors. Anyway, I'll figure out what building has 80. Hey, you'll get there. I'll get there. Uh, Yeah, anything else? Any, anything left unsaid? Nope. Anything that we already said that was better left unsaid? Can't wait for episode two. Yeah. She had a bad boyfriend. I hope she um, has learned from that experience and is a better judge of character. She was also, too, I guess, too trusting of the lawyer. But then again, you should trust your lawyer, so I don't know. But the boyfriend thing, not not a great dude. You can yeah. kind of tell when, when they're in the car. I hope she cuts his head off, you know? <laughs> 
I hope she gets some vengeance. I'm not necessarily a big vengeance guy in real life, no, but, but in he, a movie, in a comic book, a TV show, I'd like to see it happen. He's the one that should be in prison, so she should just find a way to get him in prison and take, yeah. and take all his money. Mm. She should, because like, it's his fault that she's in prison and she shouldn't be there, and so she should take his money because she should sue, you know, for wrongful... Oh. I don't, I don't, she you should, think she should, she should go through sue, the process. She should sue like the fucking state, state of Florida for for yeah. the bullshit that they put her through. All of it. Yeah. The original the, title for this arc was A Florida Woman. And, and the FBI should investigate the justice system in Florida. Yeah. Because they're all corrupt. Good luck with that. In this episode. Um, what, you think you could trust the FBI? No. <laughs> but somebody should look into Just it. Just to give him a warning. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I'm excited to see what other fucked up looking characters Araki's going to draw. I'm excited to see stuff that I'm both going to go, oh, I remember this. I remember reading this, you know, uh, 20 years ago or whatever the fuck it's been. And I'm also excited to see stuff that I'm going to go, I don't fucking remember this at all. And it's going to be like brand new to me. And thank you to anybody listening that is only going week by week along with us. If anyone's doing that, write in and let us know. Chad is. Chad is? Yeah. Wow, Chad. Chad. Chad is a real Chad. Damn yo! Just, uh, <laughs> oh, I, I hate, I hate that's, I hate that meme. The, the Chad and, the, and and Virgin and and Stacey. I don't like it. I, even ironically, I don't like it. I think it's stupid. I like anything ironically. <laughs> God damn. It. Anyway, yeah, let us know uh, either on our Twitter, we're at JJB Pod. Email us Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail or join the fan Discord that we did not set up, but a, a kind fan set up for us. If you just look up Jojo's Bizarre Podcast on Discord, you'll find it. We're in there sometimes, and it's a good little community of uh, fans and, and perhaps haters, but no one has revealed themselves that way yet, so that's that's something else for us to look forward to. I don't know. Look, my brain has fallen out of my ears, and we're going to end this episode. Yeah, I got a poo. Yeah. Next week, we're going to talk about episode two. I have another question. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> we keep Miles gonna, on the hook. We are going to talk about episode two. Do we think uh, that Jolene will take will uh, potentially take somebody's man through at any point during the season, like what she's named after potentially. What? The song Jolene by Oh. Um what's her name? Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. It's gonna be stuck in my head for like the next four months. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that is going to be a big thing in this arc. From what I can remember. Araki does not really take his musical references yeah. and their meaning and like actually tie the two together. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, Jackie. Okay. Anyway, have a good week, everyone. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Bing bong. Jolene, Jolene, Jolene.